Avengers! Assemble. My bad, folks, for running late. And we are back with the MMA Avengers. Why? How's it going, everybody? Let's go, Marab. Let's go, Marab. What a fucking performance. What a performance by the machine. I have never seen, going back to the ACA, ACB days, I have never seen somebody blank Piotr Jan for 25 minutes. Shut out. Wall to wall, first round to fifth round, bell to bell domination. You know, Harry, usually me and you don't agree on some things, but here, there's nothing to disagree with. No, sir. Rob <laughs> just dominated. And really came away with it round four and five. Yep. Dude, Jan couldn't even, like, he he was even just missing everything. Like, just, he couldn't do shit. Dude, like, 401, I, 401 attempted strikes, 49 attempted takedowns. I genuinely don't think there's a single fighter other than Marab on the UFC roster who is capable of doing that. Just from a cardio perspective, that is insane. Who could shoot fifty takedowns? I don't think I would shoot fifty takedowns in a week. In a week, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Like, seriously, a week of training, I probably don't shoot fifty takedowns. Right, and I think what people don't realize is, you know, a lot of the times people look at those kind of, you know, positions people call kind of wall install, where you know, let's say Marab gets wall in wall install. I like wall that. Install. You know what I mean? Marab gets in on the entry deep. Maybe Jan is able to fight it off a little bit, get himself back back to the fence but even those positions where you're not finishing the takedown that takes so much energy so much energy to shoot and dig in on that guy and just drive him to the fence and hold him there like that's not an easy thing to do that's so his style style is crazy tiring because i like to take a guy down too but let me tell you something after about three minutes if that guy don't go guard or something or take or if you're Aljo, take the back. Marab's just like relentless. Keep shoot, keep shoot. But yeah, who shoots 50 times? Really? And it's That's crazy because Pete defended the most takedowns ever. 39. Right, right. So yeah. Pete he's like, yo, I defended the most takedowns. Yeah, you still got taken down 10 times though. Right, and you still got your <laughs> eye busted up and you still got your face fucked up. Like, yeah, dude, Marab outstruck him. He outstruck him. <laughs> yeah, he outstruck him. Yo, Marab was just hitting him with the basics. He was like one, two, single leg. Bop, yep. bop, boom, single leg. Boom. The way that he was able to kind of use that looping overhand where he would throw boom. it, and at the same time, he's throwing the punch over the top. He's also ducking down. So he draws. You know, Jan is known for that high shell, that right? That's his kind of default defensive go-to when he's getting peppered with strikes. Yeah. So Rob is able to just throw that right hand, Draw out the high shell from Jan, and then boom, the hips are exposed, wide open. He can he's get like on a double. Everything he was, he was close to the cage all the time, too. Absolutely. But, I mean, that was, 
I've said it to a bunch of different people this week, but that was an absolute masterclass in using pace and pressure to make sure that your opponent just cannot establish their offense. Because Jan had a couple of good reads. He had that little left hook moving backwards. He landed once nice. He had a nice little cut kick that he landed. But, you know, yeah. they, were, they were few and far between. He would make a good read every couple of minutes. But Marab's pressure and pace was just so crazy that he was never able to build anything off of it. I don't think I could ever teach someone that style, though, because they would need crazy conditioning. I don't think I've ever seen a fighter in better condition than Marab. Like, no. I watch him. <laughs> I'd almost rather, I mean, I, I, actually, no, I wouldn't rather fight him watching that fight. But uh, <laughs> I don't got no jujitsu is the other thing. So once you get taken down, if you don't have any jujitsu, you're no threat to Marab. God so, bless Marab's girlfriends. Yeah. That is a gas tank. <laughs> You're going to wear them out. Next, next, right. who's but next? I mean... Come on, who's next? <laughs> but you know, you know the you're doing something. Sean crazy. O'Malley wants to fight him. Sean O'Malley wants to fight him. Get <laughs> the fuck out of here. Like, when when you, you have Piotr Jan shooting on Marab, you know that you're watching something crazy, right? <laughs> no, you're wrong. Peter Jan uh, took Sugar Sean down. Okay, but Sugar Sean is not Marab when it comes to grappling. Wanting to be in a grappling exchange with P- with Sugar Sean is a lot different than choosing to grapple with Marab. Well, he was getting outstruck, like you said. Right. <laughs> he was getting outstruck. No, he was. Beautiful game plan. And Sarah made the trip. Yeah, Sarah love to see trip. it. Long goes out there. Uh, Matt, had... Matt needed to get out of the house, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Matt was like, John, cover fucking Monday. I'm staying an extra day in Vegas. <laughs> so, yo, man, I'm cover Monday's class, all right? Because I'm going to be in Vegas an extra day. Oh, wow. Friends, I have breaking news as of four minutes ago. Aaron Rodgers? I fucking... Actually, I don't even know if I wish. I'm not... We're not doing football tonight. Leave me okay. alone, Like This is where I come to not talk about the Jets and my other miserable Leave fucking sport. I don't want to talk about yeah. football. Power slap. Like football Harry. I yeah. think he comes talk That's right, Harry. Don't talk to me about power slap. TBS just dropped them. So they're no longer going to be Whoa. on TBS next year. Oh, 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 so you would have to assume that that means that that was Whoa. massively disappointing from a ratings perspective. You're, you're positive, right? This is official? Yeah, no. MMA Junkie yeah. just reported that TBS split oh, ties with Power Slap. They're going oh. all online, which means they're probably going to be doing it on fucking Rumble, which is hilarious. Wow. But yeah, the, the fact that Marab's fight gets bumped out of primetime and they do it in this fucking auditorium in Las Vegas instead of the Apex where they can do fucking power slap in primetime, disrespectful. Get me Wait, get they the did fuck out of here. power slap at the Apex? Yeah, man. That's the only reason that this fight was at – because what was it? It was at, like, one of the concert halls, one of the hotels in Vegas. Yeah, it was at yeah. the concert hall. Exactly, but that was the reason because the, the Apex was doing the fucking power slap finale that night on fucking Rumble. Oh, in the That's apex, so disrespectful. Oh, so disrespectful. Apex. So disrespectful. Fucking joke, man. It's such a fucking joke. And then and they, Dana with the uh, Marab's in a bad situation. Oh, he needs yeah. to. He's an asshole. I'm yeah, like, he's dude, you're just so checked out. Hold on, let me say this, Dana White. This is the number one problem I have with all of these kind of guys, especially a Dana White. He loves to like be the boss of fighters. Because that motherfucker can't fight for shit. Right. He fucking, if you're going to smack your wife, you know you can't fight. Right? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? So that guy yeah. likes to bully fighters with his money because he can't do it with his physicality. 
And then, mm-hmm. you know, he, he just fucking doesn't understand anything about martial arts and training and warrior culture. Like, when you see a guy like Marab and Aljo, who are fucking boys, right. say, we don't want to fight each other, you should be like, yo, respect. I love seeing something like that. I thought you liked fucking a, com- a, a guy that's loyal. Oh, only to you, not to each other. Right. Your boy exactly. that you with in the gym. You know how many fucking hundreds of rounds Aljo and Marab have sparred with each other? Right. I've watched them spar hundreds of rounds. Me, personally. I've seen them do five rounds two, three times a week of sparring for weeks of camp, several camps, right? So you talk about hundreds of rounds. These guys are boys, right? And they don't want to fight in the cage. Right. And they came up together. It's not like guys who've only been training together for a year or two. You know what I no, mean? that's These like saying been... you want to fight your brother. Right. And, and the only reason a Dana White is like, it's going to be bad for Marab is because he's a douchebag that don't know shit. Look at this fucking guy. He is, listen, he might be hardworking, and I respect that because he does put in a lot of work, but he's a fucking douchebag, and it's plain to see. Right. I mean, listen, you've heard my take before. At the end of the day, I think anybody with a bunch of rich fucking billionaire friends like the Fertitas probably could have made this work in the end. I don't think there's anything unique about Dana that is, uh, you know. No, he's hardworking. I can't he's hardworking, but I'm talking about from a knowledge perspective. From, you know, so just, just from... Sure, but from a knowledge perspective, from a business perspective, I don't think there's anything special or unique about him in terms of him making the UFC work. You know what I mean? Well, no, yeah, I, if you gave me unlimited resources, I could have fucking made it work too, man. I wish I had billionaire friends. Me too, no, man. No fucking money. Look what I do with, with no budget. Right. Right. You know, I fucking had 50 mil. Right, they were and 50 mil in the hole. I think the UFC is ready to move on from him. Like, get the cleaned up executive, like the Hunter and, Campbell. Uh, have you guys seen him? The Harry Potter looking guy. Yeah, we've talked about this. He's kind of a back end business guy. He handles all the negotiations at this point. Dana figure at this point. That's all he is. He doesn't really do very much. He's not he's scouting. Not he's not scouting talent. He doesn't know any of these guys coming up. Like he's no, even I- said before contender series, he doesn't fucking tape any of these guys. He doesn't watch any of these guys. So it's like, what the fuck are we doing here? And also they can't, they clearly can't identify talent for shit these days because they're trying to build Patty Pillow as the next fucking Conor McGregor. And the guy flat out isn't good at MA. He's flat out not very good at fighting. Dude, Jared Gordon's not ranked, right? And he won that fight. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And they're still trying to build Patty up like he's the next fucking, you know what I mean? He's going to be a double champ, blah, 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 blah. Like they did the same thing with Mavidal. They tried to build him up into a fucking superstar. And he was also a fucking journeyman. Like, ah, come on. Yeah, Mavidal's the best journeyman. Hey, and listen, I respect that. I respect that. He's had a great career. He's got some great wins. But Mavidal was, has always been, and will always be a high-level journeyman. He was never a real contender. He was never championship level fighter. I get it. The personality sold the fucking, yeah. you know, the suits and the shtick and all of that. But he was never that dude in the cage. Go away. Sorry. I'm having a cat. <laughs> cat issues. Cat issues, Carrie. She's all up in this. She wants to be on the podcast right now. She will not leave me alone. This is actually kind of funny, but. Soldiers on the podcast. Harry, you're no. my manager. We got a text. Rise April 1st. I don't know. Two weeks Ooh. out. I haven't really been training. I got Two a little out. I've been, I've been, well, I don't want to talk yeah, about it on air, but I've been, I've been talking to a couple of promoters. 
What? I've been, I've been talking to a couple promotions, man. Well, I've, I've been putting the fillers out there. I mean, the only nice thing about Rise is local, but two weeks? Yeah. I think three and a half, listen, three and a half weeks. I don't know what math you're on. Are you on like, <laughs> like I said, man, I think hold I on. think I'm gonna have a fight for Please you in the summer. One summertime, oh, so I'll shit, be ready. You're right. I yeah. think in the summer I'm <laughs> gonna have an MMA fight for you. <laughs> what math am I? Oh, really? Gotta be, you know, we gotta do the right thing, but I'm open. So I better start sparring. Is that what you're telling me? And and are people oh, not paying attention to Aljo? Like, didn't Aljo said he's going to beat Cejudo and go to 45? I mean, never look past anyone, but I think Aljo's been saying he would like to move up. The problem is that Aljo is extremely skilled. I think he'll do well at 45. The only problem is that he's huge for 35, but not quite big for 45. Even though it's only a 10-pound weight gap, 10 pounds on the scale, is about 22 pounds in right. real life. Look at Aljo compared to like a Calvin Catter. Look at Aljo even compared to... Do we have any 45ers? Not really. Jitsu James. Uh, Dennis? 45, 45. Yeah, Dennis. Dennis James. Dennis is bigger than Aljo, but Dennis would, wouldn't be like a huge 45 Right, right yeah, Dennis is also like... Um... Yeah, Brian Ortega. Well, I think, Ortega. I think Aljo should do the uh, the year Hulk the year is... off. Huh? He should do the year off thing. Like, oh, put some weight on. Take yeah. Some yeah. I mean, I think what I the last thing I saw Aljo say on it. Could was he beat that... Max? Could he beat Max Holloway? He gets a hold of him. Right now, probably. Could he beat Yair? You would think he would dominate Yair. Yeah. I would say Yair's yeah, a plus matchup for Aljo. Yair's a good Volk... tough matchup, a dangerous matchup. <laughs> Let Volk wear out against Islam, guy. too. <laughs> against a very high-level guy, right? Yeah. Yair just I think... beat someone good, right? Yeah, Yair just beat Emmett for the, the interim title. That's right. He just, yeah. Jiu-Jitsu, right. which right. was like, Stunts, everybody yes. was surprised. Stunted on him, though. But um, he's probably like a high blue, purple, maybe. Who? Uh, Yair? Yeah. I think, yeah. I no want to say Yair I think he's a You can't player. judge that shit. It's I know. McGregor is a fucking almost a black belt. Right. Well, that's like the, the Makachev quote. <laughs> like, there's black belts and there's black belts. You know what there's I mean? There's black belts and then there's black guys who train at Saros. It's like, right. you can't say that, Islam. Exactly. can't say that, Islam. Islam's like, women, they do their yeah. work in the house. last... <laughs> the last I saw from Aljo on moving up was that he would take the Cejudo fight. If he wins that fight, then at most he would take one more fight at 35. He would take the O'Malley fight as a money fight, which makes sense. That's going to do numbers. That's going to sell. As... You're saying he, after a loss to Aljo? So, no. So, I'm saying oh, yeah. so, Cejudo, he beats Cejudo. He would go on to defend at 35 one more time against O'Malley because that's going to be a big money fight, pay per view points. You know what I'm that's that's gonna sell more than Cejudo's gonna sell at this point. hundred percent. No question in my mind about that. And then he would move up to forty five. So at most it sounds like Aljo's got two fights left at thirty five. And then he wants to open the division up for Marab anyway. Correct. And oh. honestly, if Aljo defended the title if Aljo fights Cejudo, wins that fight, defends the title, moves up to forty five, and has even two or three fights there, which could culminate in a title shot. Or not? I mean, I would assume if he's moving yeah, up, he'd be moving up for an for a minute. title shot. No, I don't think so. 
You don't think so? You don't think they would have their 135 champ come in and fight the 145 Imagine they pull that shit. Imagine they pull that shit. I know they fucking hate. They just, they've always dicked Aljo around forever, but I would shock. I think they give him Yair thinking Yair was going to kill him. The whole Long Island oh, team, if you think, which is crazy because Sarah's like so close with Dana White, you would think. But it's like even for Vola now fighting on L.I., Al, uh, Al kind of got in the good graces when he took that 24-hour notice fight, but he had some issues with matchmaking. Uh, yeah. They're assholes, that's why. And if you advocate for yourself, they don't like it. Marab's gonna start adding W's in his words. Coffee, He's like, where's my fucking title shot? <laughs> I mean, as soon as Aljo, yeah, Aljo will open up that division for Marab. So yeah, Marab looked great. Hats off to Marab. What a fucking pace! Yeah. I tell you what, we always joke around in the gym that sparring Marab one round is like doing your three fives. Apparently, he's got the, he's got the record on the. What do you call it's like that you thing? Did three fives. You're like, all right, I did my whole, my whole sparring. That's it. Three fives. Good. John, what do you call the the thing that with the with the handles? A mace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like the the climber thing. Yes, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. it is it just urban legend that Marab has the record of that? I've heard the same thing for the record. Okay. I don't think it's urban legend because I don't know who in that room would be beating him. I was gonna say I believe it. I've seen that guy trained. <laughs> trained yeah. I've seen Marab go, and like, I couldn't even get up that hill. I he, think like, Ian could beat him. Stairs, and I'm like, oh. I don't think so. You Ian, think what? Ian's pretty muscle. That's not. That's not. I think Ian holds the record like Marab. <laughs> Ian gets tired after I hit him twice in the body. <laughs> he, he did one of the moves where he started like talking oh, in between around. I go, no, 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 no. We're on the clock. I go, keep moving. He was like, he was like talking to the out. He's like, Joe, uh, Joe Cologne. He goes, what, what do you think about? It? I go, no, no, talk to him after the three minutes. You're, you're. I pulled that move once at a jujitsu tournament. You know what? When you get to the end of the bracket, and you gotta like get back on the mat sooner. I started talking to like the coaches on the other team. I was like, oh, man, you're wearing jean shorts? <laughs> like, I was so tired. I was just coming up with anything. <laughs> but, yeah, I think Ian's got the record on the Versa. Just kidding. Just kidding. Hey, yes. hey. We Ian, love you, oh, Ian. Ian. After Harry floors oh, you. Who did it better? <laughs> hold on. Let me ask you this, Harry. Who did it better? Michael Venom Page? Oh, oh my dude, I god. literally I got like a fucking PTSD oh watching that video, dude. Uh, I that watched was, that shit. That, that got, was the know. comment of the show. Dude, I watched that shit and I was just like, oh man, solidarity goity, because I, I feel your pain, bro. <laughs> my my knee didn't explode like that. My patellar tendon didn't just fucking snap in half. Oh like, my god. God damn, that was fucking nasty, dude. Right on the kneecap. That MVP's shin didn't. It, usually, when a guy hits right. your knee there, 
his shin gets fucked up, but he was like, what? Nothing. It, it literally feels 50-50 that that kick could have snapped MVP's leg and had like a toothpick or could have destroyed Goiti's knee like it did. Dude, but isn't yeah, he yeah. the same dude that broke the guy's skull? I'm like, what yeah, the hell are yeah. his bones MVP, made MVP of? dented yes. cyborg. Ah, uh, oh, what the fuck that was his dented those, yeah. maybe? And deleted yeah. cyborg. No, yeah, not that cyborg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. never forget that as long as I live. I was watching that. I'm like, did he really throw a Pokemon ball? Oh, awesome. Hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy is rolling around on the fucking ground with a literal caved in Gotta skull. catch him all. And the MVP is throwing Gotta a Pokeball at this poor motherfucker. Gotta catch him all. I gotta yeah, say. Like, like, the apocalypse started. That's where oh it all began. <laughs> I, have, I have an MVP so take. I prefer watching MVP <laughs> crush cans than watching him fight actual high level competition. I prefer. Because right. then he wants to be a wrestler. Right. I like watching MVP stunt on garbage men and just do cool shit and do crazy <laughs> shit. I like that much better than watching him be like tentative and actually fight strategically against like dud, like a Lima brother. It's a dud, yeah. And then right. like. It's... It doesn't deliver. Well, it does deliver when Douglas Lima knocked him out. But then That's the second true. fight, second, the second fight, though, he was like, he starched him. Yeah. Beautiful oh, that was a kick. sick knockout. The leg kick in the, the uppercut. The that was perfect. The and the fucking follow up, beautiful. That was one of my favorite, especially because MVP, you just wanted to see him get starched like that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you guys are having trouble sleeping, well. go watch MVP versus Paul Daly. A five rounds. <laughs> the worst fight ever. <laughs> That's on my list. The top five worst fights. That's up there. What? We I'm trying to do a worst fights. I know. I'm trying to think what I would have there. Derek Lewis and Ganu is for sure on that list. Derek Lewis and Ganu. Carla and. Uh, oh, that's a great Rose. One. Carla and Rose for sure. Terrible I think fight. Rogan stopped defending Thompson Woodley too. That was a bad one. Maya Woodley, also a terrible fight. Maya Woodley, oh my god. Maya Woodley was entirely just Damian Maya shooting and Tyron Woodley. Was that Kerry? Nothing, never mind. I'm completely different. I thought you said, did you hit record? I was like, oh shit. Uh oh. No. Right there, This is good shit. We've, We've had. We've had some stinkers over the years. We've got no shortage of stinkers over a the lot. years. And we're, and we're going to keep getting stinkers the way things are going now. I'm so fucking upset going back to Marab's fight. Fucking Petrino and Turkali winning fight of the night over Marab and Jan or performance of the night, whatever. Listen, that fight was fun, but it was fucking slop. That was regional level <laughs> slop that did not belong within a hundred fucking yards of a UFC fight. That it was not a UFC level fight. Like neither of those guys are UFC level fighters. It was fun. I love slop. I'm the first guy to tell you I fucking love regional level slop. It's fun. I enjoy it. You had a good time. But that's not a fucking UFC level fight. That's not two top three bantamweights in the world, and one of them absolutely shutting out the other. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? What are we doing here? I only have one question for you. How much money did you make off Marab? <laughs> I've been I've been semi retired lately as I figure out my my employment situation. So I'm I'm mostly shooting 
I'm mostly shooting blanks right now as far as He was an under. He was an underdog, man. Yeah, seriously. underdog. I threw I threw a unit at it. I gave it out on another show that I do earlier in the week with uh, with Adrian Yanez also also uh gave gave a that. out cool. to the people. But um yeah, I listen, it was a crazy yeah, price. I think I rolled with that guy. What's that? I think I rolled with that guy. Yeah, he Aljo brought him in for um <laughs> oh fuck you, Ike. Aljo brought him in for the Jan fight. It's but, a producer, I don't know no, who's doing this. I I absolutely Marab was the bet. I told everybody who asked me the price was regard obviously in high what was it plus one fifty? Two fifteen. Oh my god, Harry! They were giving you over two to one, dude. And and dude, I had I had uh, for my picks. Oh, I didn't no, I didn't no. make any bets. I'm retired. I'm retired right now. But I'm dude. My picks. I gave out Volkov underdog one plus one thirty. Uh, Josh Frem plus one forty beat the shit out of Cedric Dumas and Marab plus two fifteen. So don't listen to any of these motherfuckers out here telling you you got to bet chalk to win in the UFC. Take the plus money. Take the fucking underdogs. That price on Marab was insanely wide. Plus well, you 15. Yeah. <laughs> listen, if I had a house to bet, I fucking would have. Do it all <laughs> Don't you worry. Right now. Friday, Friday, you to come to the gym. Okay. Bring your fucking crutches. Oh. All right, Harry, we're going to get the shot of him coming in. And then he's gonna sit on the bench, and I'm gonna hold pads for him while he's sit just sitting down, and be like, "Fucking <laughs> coming for you." Then I'm gonna give him a shot in the ass. Just I like it. A, shot, a shot of me longingly look at the corner of the mat where I blew out my knee. <laughs> no, no, no! A shot in the ass. A shot of steroids. I'll fucking put. It. Yes, I meant to. <laughs> I got that part. I meant to shot oh. like a, uh, <laughs> a, a videographer. Video shot. Shout outs to Manimal getting on Twitter. But yeah, get me, get me, dude. Uh, Deco, yeah, Winnie, Trend, fucking TRT, HGH. I'm fucking stack it, dude. I want to yeah. be pissing. Yeah. Harry, they don't test for jackhammer promotions, man. We no. got to get you one year jacked out. Are they really like, not? No way, man. Are you... Amateur. I thought Iska tested. You just got to. Gamma does, right, Kerry, or do they not? It's good. What uh, do you come on? Where is the expert here? Gamma's very by the book. They they, you know, are they're regional. They do fucking one FC, so they're not really fucking around. Uh is pretty sure amateurs, you do have to test for uh contagious diseases. Um, I don't know if they test for steroids or not. percent um, sure they don't. If if it was ISCA as a can we skate the lines and see what'll happen? For sure they will. Four hundred percent sure they don't, because my kid <laughs> never got drug tested. The lines with I'm like, why would they even try to like put that fight together? Why, why would they even try to sanction that mm -hmm. fight? It's crazy. Some of the, some of the fights I've seen them actually okay. He's like crazy. There was one so crazy that they were going okay, and a Mohegan Sun said absolutely not. That person is not. You, got, you gotta be. You gotta be fucking up as a promoter to book a fight that the fucking Mohegan Trump won't sanction. I, yeah, I, have, no, I have seen them sanction some wild mismatches. Uh, yeah, they, well, they didn't sanction a fight that a fight, I wanted. Fight, that's how that they were like. Nope, the record is crazy. We're not sanctioning them. To, I, I won't even say the person's name, male or female, but they wouldn't even sanction them to fight. Wow. 
and had to go to another state to be able to fight. So what, what I'm seeing online is Iska. It doesn't. It doesn't look like Iska. It doesn't look like Iska does drug testing. I'm telling you. I'm telling you from the ground floor. I guess yeah. You you would certainly know better than. And Let's I'll get you, Harry with the braids. Like that would be a dangerous look. Would you just go mustache? Would you sharpen? Oh, hundred like, percent. I would do just mustache. just. Bro. I would either do just mustache or mustache. And I would keep the chin. My my pirate look. Braids. Carrie can oh. braid your hair. Listen, so I told you guys. At some point, I would consider taking an Ami kickboxing fight. We're we're a long ways away from that right now, but I would consider at some point. Start documenting it. Also, would have been a lot easier when I was looking around at like 140 compared to walking around at like 160 right now. But that's okay. Ooh, boy, <laughs> what's going on? What is this? I mean, real, realistically, I'm fucking, bro, I'm five foot ten. I should weigh 160. 140 was, like, way too low for me to be walking around that with skin and bones. If I was 5'10", I would be, like, oh, yeah. 215. I'm 5'10", I'm and I was walking around, <laughs> yeah, 5'10", 140. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 160 is a healthy, this BMI is a healthy walking is the biggest around bullshit weight. I've ever heard, too. BMI, oh, BMI is nonsense. It's not by anything bmi would tell you that half of the guys in our in the gym who are super jacked are like obese. morbidly obese yeah it says i'm morbidly obese yeah. right there's no there's no science behind any of that it's nonsense because if you're thick it's like oh you're morbidly obese it's like right it's no like, there's no like fucking like, morbidly no but people are built you know what I mean? people just have different frames different body types like manimal you and i like you just said if you were 510 you'd weigh 220 or whatever like we have very yeah. different body types different body types yeah, right. yeah. Manimal, did you see the uh is it krylov uh versus ryan span dude that's one of the craziest fucking one round fights i've ever seen the jujitsu oh. attempts it had to be like eight submission attempts i was like oh, it I'm gonna have to rewatch that fight now. It's short. It's fast too. It's only like four minutes. I was like, "Holy fuck!" I'm not gonna tell you I, who wins. I do long. like best one round fights. There is something about just a great one rounder. Everybody goes to Diaz Daily. Diaz Daily's an amazing one. That's that's usually my, the one that I go to. Although, Congo Barry. That's a great. I had Pat Barry threaten me once. <laughs> he says he did texted you, me. Did you is call this him a you? No, I didn't go in like you. <laughs> Harry, well, I, I, Harry says some crazy ass shit. That is Pat Barry's Harry a piece of shit. Pat Barry found a 15-year-old girl and trained her from when she was 15, and the moment she turned 18, started dating her. That's a fucking creep. I don't give, That's a, Harry don't talking. give a shit. That's Harry talking. That's a fucking creep. I am, like, queen of, like, pointing out creeps and pedos like that's that's grooming shit <laughs> like, right just, that's like, you want to talk about that's a hot word right now everybody likes to throw around the word grooming that's, that's actual grooming <laughs> like, no, that is year old girl okay so rogan brought up a great point this is kind of like a parallel conversation <laughs> but mm-hmm. why can't people start I don't know, making families at 16. Like, why are our bodies made to hold kids at 16 already? Like, so this is a valid question. And I think think there's a few ways we can address that. Uh, How old is the person? I'm not taking the lead on this one. (laughs) No, sir. I'll take the lead on this one. (laughs) 
how old is the person they're having a kid with, right? And if there's a great age age disparity, um, twenty one sixteen. How's that? We're pushing it. We're pushing it. Pushing it. Yeah, I think pushing it for sure. Like I would. Be those like, are two people who are in different right. stages of life. Twenty one. Twenty one. Right. Eighteen and thirty. You're an adult. Eighteen and thirty. You're done with you college. Check it out. <laughs> Where are you right. taking that? Personally, right. there's nothing illegal. Illegal and immoral are two different things, and everyone right. has to decide their own morality. As right. far as legality, thirty and eighteen would be perfectly legal. Would I like it? Nah, not really. No and, I'm gonna, and I'm going to tell you what, uh, I'm really, just really not into that shit. Because to me, it just feels predatory. Adults, consenting adults, can do whatever they want. I don't have to be into it, though. Dude, I was a fucking well, moron at 18. Stop, just now. Huh? I was a fucking moron at 18, bro. Like, you I wasn't capable of making, like, important life decisions and, like, weighing the true consequences of my actions. I was worried about going out and getting fucked up with my friends. You know what I mean? Like, I, like at 18, realistically, like, I know you're an adult. You're still a fucking child, dude. You're a kid. You wouldn't like, want a 30-year-old woman What's that, picking animal? you up. You wouldn't want a 30-year-old woman picking you up, driving you. She would probably... <sighs> Tell off Ian for you. She was like, <laughs> right. I mean, it's I one of those like things where, like, oh, I am guilty maybe, maybe as an eighteen-year-old guy, you're like, oh yeah, you know, it's so. Dude, she's cool. driving you to GameStop. But, but I also have a feeling, like, ten years later, when you're twenty-eight and that person is fucking uh, forty or whatever, you might look back at that and be like, oh, that was a little. Uh, uh, maybe shouldn't have done that. Forty-year-old, yeah. I was gonna be like. Right. Like, no, 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 not at all. Not at all. Not at all. That's not at all what I meant. But I just, you, you know, know you the, get... worst is, the worst is when it's like teachers and they'll be oh, like 13 yeah, year old yeah. kids. I'm like, uh, like you have to know where. Both are horrible. A coach or a teacher is a terrible thing to do that to another human being. Like you're in a position of authority. Like you're supposed yeah. to be a respected somebody a person can trust. Yeah. What about the gymnast team? You see the whole bunch. She's fucked up. Oh, geez. They all got molested. And yeah. the FBI sat on it for 17 months. Oh, the gymnasts? Yeah, the gymnasts. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of cases like that. Look at fucking, fucking Jim Jordan as a goddamn United States senator. When he was at Ohio State on the wrestling team, he covered up a massive sexual assault scandal. A bunch of his fucking athletes got fucking diddled by doctors, and he covered it up. He did nothing about it, and now he's a United States senator because because we live in fucking hell. And all of the congressmen on both sides of the political spectrum are absolutely four hundred twenty percent involved in that. And if you think they're not, you're crazy. My dad's friend, one of the most normal, normal fucking guy, turns around to my dad and goes, "They're all of them are predators." And my dad just looks at me. He goes, "Every you carry's not wrong." They're all fucking predators. And it's worse than anything because these are people that are getting paid a lot of fucking money out of our tax dollars for a long fucking time that don't have consequences. I watched the video before and it was like, all right, NFL or um, uh, uh, basketball, whatever. It was football or basketball. Tell me which one you think it was. And it was like eight people have uh, arrests for uh, domestic violence, 15 people for this. X amount of people for that. And it went down a list of all these crimes. And he's like, it's neither. They're all United States congressmen on both ah, sides. Right. Yeah. You're talking about yeah, both sides of criminals than anybody we've ever met. All <laughs> of them, all of them by any legal standard should be in fucking jail. 
All of them took payouts for COVID, for the vaccine. All of them should be in jail. And I'm just, I'm hoping that one day that I can watch their public trials and maybe pay for a pay-per-view to see some shit live. I would pay at this point because I know the shit that thinks they're all good. The only one that's decent, and I love her, and then she's still a question mark, Tulsi Gabbard. She's helped some fighters. She's great with immigration. She'll help you get in the country and get you a She served for the country, too. She served for our country. I have a big thing with that, so I like her. Uh, and she's a question mark, and I love that too because she's like, it's like, where, what is she doing? She's got this big white streak in her hair with jet black rest. Love her. I agree. <laughs> One of my favorites, and they all fucking are scared of her, and that actually is awesome because she got more votes. Uh, I'll stop right there, but she, they're afraid of her on both sides, and they should be. She's a powerful woman. She just, just. became independent, right? Yeah, they should be yeah. fucking terrified. I don't like political parties. I'm against the two party system. No. Uh, to be able to come here so she's she's more than a political figure she's actually got some really cool things behind her they have one of the dumbest political systems the two the, you know the two-party system didn't exist when our country was founded actually it's the one thing george washington tells you not to do mm-hmm. it's like one thing he says he's like don't form political parties like just run on a on a platform guys just don't you know don't fragment and then you're going to just have a 50-50 fight, and that's very easy to manipulate. And yeah, what's the first thing the motherfuckers do? Split everything. Fucking... He's like, motherfuckers. <laughs> He's like, guys, I like... Why did you want me to advise you if you weren't going to listen? I feel Washington. You like, He like tells you, listen, guys, you, you made me the first president. You were like, you're wise, right? Yeah. He's like, yeah, let me tell you guys. Don't fucking do this. And you're like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> we do what we want, <laughs> and then we're looking at what's going on today. Oh, did not political, but did anybody? Don, I know you have some Bitcoin. Did yours do good today? Because supposedly people are saying that, like, with everything going on, that things are like cartwheeling all over the place. Just wanted to know. I know you're into financy kind of stuff, Harry, with your bed. So so- let me see. I didn't even check because it's been making me throw up so much. I haven't checked, but now you make more sure. That I I heard something about it was like everything was cartwheeling today. Gold was like all over the fucking place. I'm like, not surprising. I just want Aaron Rodgers on the Jets. <laughs> Love Aaron. So now, how no, old is Rose? By the way, not great. Just wanted to know. I just wanted to know, I, like, if any. But is there I a mean, sense that Rose is a I, little dependent on Pat? By the way. Well, yeah, because she's probably missing a strong father figure in her life. Yes. Yeah, so I'm just I mean... kidding. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I think you might be right, though. No, though. Look, it's the same thing with uh, Shevchenko's coach and her sister and Antonina. That they have the exact same weird dynamic as Pat Barry and Rose, where they met at the gym when she. No, was, like, to be on that level, they would be like scissoring. No. What? Wait, who? Oh, it's a dude. What? What? Oh, I thought you were talking about the sisters. No, 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 I'm talking about their coach. Their coach. Oh. Their, their coach is a dude who has been Wait. training them since they were like kids, basically. And now it's like, I don't remember if married who were dating Antonina. Wait, uh, no way. The coach? The dude who always wears the hat? Yeah. <laughs> what? That's crazier than Pat and Rose. That fucking guy. Oh my God. I think that happens a lot more than we all realize. Just saying. And I. 
from I've seen it in you know fighters on the come up oh from for the last ten years. I've seen Ew. it in like ball gym. It's big. It's the oh, first search. Yeah. Antonina husband. Hold on, Kerry. I don't know if you know. Uh, oh my goodness! This dude, extreme Lacoste. Do you know this guy? He's an old school guy, but he's old. He's like in his fifties now. Oh, he's a multi fighter. Harry, do you know this guy? Extreme. The name sounds super familiar. Muay Thai fighter. He had a gym in Lindbergh, then he had a gym in Bayside. Bro, this guy's like in his 50s. And whatever, I'm talking to him one day. Oh, oh, DeFerris? No. No? No. 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 This is... Nobody's paying that's attention. That's the first you're thinking of, right? Yeah, yeah, that is. Oh, that's no. another fucking nut job. Oh, my God. We're going... <laughs> We're on the highway. I'm not trying to start problems here. My kids yeah. fought on his card. I tell you what. Listen, all things aside, good job, Christian. Uh, everything was fine. Uh, so nothing bad to report there. Uh, Breaking news. Fine. Power slab dropped by TBS. Thank God. Oh, wait. I got a better idea. What do you think about this? Nutshot championships. All right. Oh you my. go... More entertaining and probably no takes more trauma. skill. No head trauma. Yeah, that too. Everybody involved has to get a vasectomy first, so you're not fuck up like you know, no one's gonna have like weird uh I don't know demental deformed kids coming out. No, no, no. You that's your choice. Did you guys see <laughs> while uh, Power Slap was going on that somebody was like you tell crackheads don't have a kid? Fuck you. Poking fun. They had, like girl, <laughs> girls slapping each other Harry. asses. You'd be limiting me all over the place. I wouldn't limit nobody. It's not it's none exactly. of my business. I don't want to limit that sperm. I don't care if you want to get kicked in the nuts and figure it out. Nope. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough, I guess. But I just hate the power slap shit, man. It makes such a fucking mockery of combat sports. Me neither. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to give it attention. I don't want to post about it. People have asked me. People at good- outlets I work at have asked me to write about it. I've said no. I have no interest. Let's move on. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, we got good fights coming up. Don't we have a title fight this weekend? We have Leon Usman. Wow, that's the trilogy. The trilogy. Oh, so uh, a high-ranking ESPN uh, journalist, I said, uh, Mark Ramundi. Is that I, you? I said uh, they had Leon Edwards below Usman in the pound for pound, and this is Ow. like, and Dude. they said he said because they're one and one. Is a high-ranking ESPN journalist because they're one-on-one because Usman's resume. And I'm like, I go, a knockout's way better than... And they're like, oh, he's dominated for 24 minutes. And if you had the first fight, 15, 39 minutes, he's been dominated. I'm like, what? So Chael also, Sonnen beat Anderson Silva. Fucking, so Chael yeah, Sonnen what? beat Anderson Silva. Right, exactly. What the fuck are we talking about here? Then, yeah, Korean Zombie beat Yair Rodriguez. The fuck? Did you here. ever see that interview with Chael Sonnen where he was like, I thought, you know, I was winning 22 minutes. <laughs> I thought if you tap, I was going to judge the scorecards. And I was winning. <laughs> and he said it with a straight face. I, just, like, this guy I found like, one of those straight face Chael's from old. He was like, he yeah, goes, he's good at the straight face. Where uh, I grew up, I saw a man litter. And not every year my dad made over 100 grand. Yeah. Did you guys see Barely. that? <laughs> That's a great bit, though. Lean into it. Fuck it. Have I didn't some fun. Even have a maid. Well, twice a week, but 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It happened those other five days. We only had to make twice a week. And those wrestlers, we had to do the dishes on our own. And I had to see my friends that had living maids. You know how that made me feel? It's rough in Westland. Oregon. That caught me off guard. I was ready for like some deep chale like stories. <laughs> no, he's Heavens probably telling no. the truth though. But no, he we got does have a nice middle class upbringing. We got some great fights this weekend, though. We got Leon Usman. We got Delize. Marvin Vittori is a fun fight. There's, like there's a couple of good Marvin. ones. There's a couple another of good fights Georgian. on this card. Yeah, another Georgian looking to keep it rolling. He's a big underdog, too. Gets Marvin Vittori, who, frankly, in my opinion, is if not very good. Delize. You don't think Marvin Vittori is good? I think he's good. <laughs> I don't... I, I think he's good. What the fuck think he's is a... wrong with you? I, I, I think it is... Forget about... Hey, yo... <laughs> Are you are you being a little think, racist against Marvin Vittori? That's right. It's okay to be racist against Italian people, first of all. But second of all, second of all, no, I think the fact that Marvin Vittori is a top five fighter in the world at his weight class is absolutely a reflection on how bad 185 is. Skill for skill, Marvin Vittori cannot go with basically any top anybody in the top five in any division. That isn't heavyweight, basically. Maybe 205, too. But any division below him, skill for skill, he's not going with... He doesn't match up to any of those guys. He's he's got a granite chin, and he's a decent wrestler. And that's it. Listen, I think this could be an unfair criticism. The smaller fighter usually tends to be the more technical fighter. And I'm not saying... Of course. That's true. You know, so, like, nightmare division, like, 55, technique for technique probably better than everyone at fucking 205. Absolutely. That 55 is going to win at 205. No, of course. Of course. And, and but that's what I'm saying. I think uh, that's a reflection on how he's in. I think, I think it's a reflection on how shallow 185 is. I think there's about four actually good fighters at 185. Why do you think that is? Why do I think that is? Yeah, why is that? It I think be- that's an excellent question. It's a weird... I, I think it's just one of those why things. Why is 85? I remember doing a competition once where I, like, literally cut no weight, and it was, like, 182. And I remember that division being actually really easy. Right. It, it, it's one of those weird things where it's like you're not big enough to be a 205 or a heavyweight and rely solely on power, right? Like, you're not relying... Just on physicality, just on strength, and you're not the white guy who has to be like man, technical. right? Right, and you and you're also never going to be as fast as those guys as a guy who can come to 170. You know what I mean? You're not going to be as technical. So I think it's just a lot of guys who are in that weird spot physically, where just like he don't cut, he could cut to 70, right? Like yeah, like maybe cut. right. It's like it's a lot of guys who just kind of like I think are gas at 185. Exactly. You get a lot of guys like that. You get a lot of tweeners, I think. Yeah. It's just a weird division. One of those things I where I think it would it. like, I think it would greatly benefit the UFC to add, like, even if they got rid of 170 and made welterweight 165, like super welterweight, and then added a 175, like, I, I think that would go miles as far as just improving the quality of skill and the, the, the matchups and just the, like guys fighting More belts, and weights too. that they're comfortable More belts. at. Right, easier for promotion. There's no reason not to. I think I had figured this out once before. I don't know if I said it on this podcast. <laughs> just once. Just once. Did I? I would switch the weight classes every six and a half percent. 
you go up a weight class. Six and a half percent. So it only adds two weight classes to the overall picture. So let's say you start at one set one twenty-five. Right. Six percent up, you're a one thirty-two. Interesting. Six percent up from that, you're a one forty. Actually, then it becomes pretty clean. It's like one forty, one fifty, one sixty. Uh, and then it's like one seventy two. It's like one eighty eight, two hundred. Oh, it's like Olympics. It and so where, and so where does the six and a half percent come from? Is that just, I'm just curious. Is that just like an arbitrary number, or is there like a, a science to that? It's like the six foot rule. It's relatively arbitrary, okay. but it is arbitrary in a scientifically based range. Right. Because if you right. think about a weight cut, six percent is probably like the most you should healthy weight cut. Right. Yeah, you shouldn't have got cutting eighteen percent of the fucking body weight. Yeah, just give me every six percent, so it gives me more leeway to go up. Plus, it gives a a measured uh, gap instead of a ten pound gap. That's big. If you're one twenty five to thirty five, ten pounds represents you know almost nine percent of your body weight. It's a lot. That's true. That's true. Right, six percent is a more manageable distance. If I have to make up that big gap, and then if I extrapolate it down to 115, if I had a 125, it wouldn't be 115. It would be more like a 117. Right. And you'd have like a 110 weight class. You know what I mean? Then you could have a good measure to if you needed to ever go up or down. Right. Way to put them. Usman's definitely cutting more than six and a half percent. But it gives that guy <laughs> option to not have to cut so much. There's right. Right. As he can make. But also, like, guys are still always going to try to convince themselves that there's a competitive edge to be had if they can cut down to the next one. And the net, you know what I mean? It's always going to be a fucking... That's their choice. Right. That's I don't know what choice. the answer is. Something's going to have to give a... Like, I, but I right. would like that anyway, just so the lighter fighters don't have to cut so much. Right. I'm not going to I'm not gonna name drop because I'm not that fucking guy, but I, I was at lunch... La- not last with the fa- the week before down in Florida with a bunch of guys from Sanford or Kill Cliff, whatever the fuck it's called now. Prominent UFC lightweight. Yo, he looks fucking massive. Massive. Guys who've been around a long time, fights at 155. I was talking to my boy afterwards. I was like, yo, what the fuck is he walking around that? Like 190, 185? And he was like, yeah, like 180, 185. Like, and I was just like, dude, like how the fuck? How does he get to? How does he make one fifty five? And it's not like he's fat, right? No, no, he looked just like, yeah, like bulky. He didn't look fat by any means. He just looked fucking big. Yeah, it's like, dude, I remember seeing Rumble Johnson. I my favorite yeah, MMA fact is Rumble Johnson and Frankie Edgar fought fifteen pounds apart at one point in their career. Huh. Rumble fought at 170, Frankie fighting 155. Like, what the fuck? What world do we live in where where those two guys should be 15 pounds apart ever? Ever. Ever. In their life. Yeah. I remember seeing Rumble make 170. He comes in the day of the weight cut. So the day before weigh-ins. He steps on the scale. You know, he's checking his weight. And it was like 199. And he was jacked. Ripped, wow. shredded at 199. And the next day he came in. I don't know where he lost the weight from, but all you see was veins everywhere. Yeah. And he was 171. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this dude was already <laughs> That's jacked. crazy, man. I mean, dude, like, even uh, 
for the, for the for the Valdez fight for Frivola. So California releases the fight night weigh-ins and the and the way yeah, the yeah. weigh-in night weigh-ins. I believe yeah, yeah. I'll have to pull up, but I, I think it was close to seventy percent of his body weight that Maddie cut. I think we talked about this because he was close to he yeah. was close to one eighty when he sat back in the cage for the fight. He was one seventy, like seventy seven or something. Yeah, it was high, right? It was yeah. yeah. He he was one of the biggest. He had one of the biggest percentages on the card, but yeah. like that's fucking crazy. Here we man. go. But Matt Frivola weighed in at one fifty four point five, and he got up to one seventy five. That was thirteen point three. Thirteen point three. Okay, seventeen percent. Almost doubling uh, Valdez. Valdez was fifty five to one sixty seven. All right, that and like seven percent. That makes a difference in a fight. Holy that's a that's a yeah. fuck. That's ten fucking pounds. Fifteen fucking I think pounds. I told you my first fight back at Bellator, day of the fight, I was like one sixty two. It was a fifty five pound fight, and day of the other fight was like sixty two or sixty three, and the dude was like eighty two. There's a big difference. <laughs> when I fought at at uh, the Garden, I was one sixty two that day. I waited at forty five and was one sixty two the next day. That's a pretty good jump too. It's good. Then I was like big. Then I felt right. Oh my god! I forgot about the cocaine this weekend. Gaethje Fiziev, which is an incredible fight. That is. You want to talk about just mwah, beautiful high level mm-hmm. violence? Those guys are fucking great. They need a year off after this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, listen though. If if a Pat Fizzy is the favorite in that fight right now, which is shocking yeah. to me. He's, he's the favorite. favorite. He's this the is favorite. one of those and like edging him out. Like, is he gonna right. take that leap into elite? And listen, Steve this could be. If he says he's legit, he's like sick. I've, he's yeah, yeah, he, I mean, he said he like... got multi rounds in with him when they were uh, yeah when Maddie was over at Tiger Tiger Muay Thai there. But um, Maddie definitely he... has all the information about the steroids in that Tiger Muay Thai gym. <laughs> but um, I'm not commenting. What's going on, on that. Hamzat? Yeah, I'm not commenting on that. But um. Fucking, oh, God damn it! I just completely lost my train of thought. Where were we? Where were we? Where were we? We were Fiziev. talking about... Fiziev, yes. Hey. This this could very well be like a, a changing of the guard moment. You know what yeah. I mean? Kind of like... Is he, is, starting... he is he? How old's Fiziev? I thought he was only like 31. That sounds right. Let me see. Raphael Fiziev. 30. 30. Okay, so fairly young. Old He's got to be what thirty four, forty five in street years, right? Yeah, <laughs> fight years. Well, that's all. That's the other thing. Fazib's got he's twelve and one, but he's he's had a lot of Muay Thai fights. Gaethje, Gaethje twenty three and four. So that I, I do think age is like I, I think cage time is more important than age when determining if somebody is you know washed up or whatever you want to call it. You think but, of um, age? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Holy shit. So was, since his UFC debut, Gaethje has gone to one decision, and that was the fight of the year versus Michael Chandler. Okay. <laughs> Holy! That was shit. a crazy fight. Yeah, uh, though. So, so Gaethje's thirty-four, Fizzy is thirty. So kind of a guy at the end of I his would, prime yeah, with a guy who's kind of right in the middle of his prime. Yeah, Very so much it, feels like this could be a, a changing of the this guard. This is going to be Gaethje's. If Gaethje's going to be champion, he has to win this. Like this is like you. I undisputed think that ship made a sail, unfortunately. Man, I think the Habib fight might have been his last yeah. real shot. He beat Islam. 
Right. There's just so many young, hungry killers coming up, too. I mean, think about uh, like younger guys who pose problems to him. I think Gamrat would probably beat Gaethje stylistically. I think Armin Sarukian would probably beat Gaethje stylistically. Like, there's just tons of young, hungry guys at 155 right now. And listen, like, they're getting the old guard up out of there. Tony Ferguson, kind of up out of there. McGregor, not really in the picture at 155 anymore. Gaethje, like a fun fight now, right? Chandler, Chandler is the money fight. That's the Chandler's a prize fighter. I think Chandler might be the best pure prize fighter. On this is a bad right move now. by Gaethje. He's no, a prize fighter. It. Yeah, I don't know why Gaethje took this fight. Should have fought even and even if Gaethje wins, it's gonna it's gonna he's gonna right. And then like it. you got like you got Charles who's who's kind of sticking around now. You got Darius who's uh, a little bit older but very very I'm skilled. To see when's Darius fighting Oliveira? Uh, I want to say that's next month. That's with the, that's the co-main for uh, Aljo Cejudo. Kerry. Yes. Flex. I saw that. You were like, Kerry. (laughs) Did I? Speaking speaking of flex, uh, a a little birdie told me you might hear some familiar voices in the uh, commentary booth at the next flex fight show. Yes, we have blackmail photos. Flex. What's that, animal? Are the MMA Avengers going to be a flex or only Harry and Ike? I I I all are welcome. All are welcome. Come one, come all. I'm sure they they're happy to do fucking media and let us run around and do whatever we want, interview wise and media wise and all of that. I I don't think I can promise a spot in the booth to, to all of the the MMA Avengers, but I can or certainly. Or payment yet? Yeah, or that, <laughs> or that too. But uh, hey. But if you don't care about either, you're our guy. That's right. Yes, sir. If you just want us to come hang out, I don't yep. know. I'll have to think about that. We one. could crowd surf you. <laughs> there you go. But um, yes, that's, that's definitely something to look forward to. <laughs> oh, Kerry had a big day today. Crowd surf Harry. Do, do share. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So oh. we were. Uh, it was after training, and Manimal was. Uh, doing a private for myself and Anthony, who trains our IQ, met him. Uh, he's a little older than us. Really nice guy. He's got the snow white hair. Very, very nice guy. So Google's Dan O'Toole. He looks exactly like him. Does he? Let me confirm. So, I don't know. But uh, Manable is showing yes. us triangles. And... <laughs> I'm literally, Sean's like, all right, so get your back flat. So I got my back flat. And uh, I was turning more on my side. So anyway, I had to do it a couple times. And we get, and I get the positioning finally, exactly, everything perfect. And John's like, I don't think you're squeezing hard enough. And I'm like, are you sure about that? And he's like, you don't need to turn him over to his right. I'm like, I'm not doing anything. I'm like, I think he's out. Oh, shit. He's out. Snoring, he's like, I, I thought I was dreaming. I'm like, Well, you might have no, been. The first thing he said, Kerry, wait, the first thing he said was, What are you saying to me? He's like, What's that? I can't hear you because you know, it's like, Well, he's like, What? I can't hear you. <laughs> you I'm choked like, him yeah. out, Kerry choked you out. Yeah, just doing yeah, the technique. I was like, Why didn't you tap? He was like, I didn't think it was that tight. I was like, well, so Sometimes you don't realize till you realize. Kerry, you know what that shows you, right? 
It was very technical. The technique was good. It was really good technique, but it was so you funny because like, yeah, you know it was working. Then. I'm like, I'm like, what? What is going on? This guy feels like dead weight. Like I couldn't figure it out. And then Adam was like, you don't need to turn him to your right. I'm like, oh, look at him. He's just like this <laughs> fucking creep is sleeping in my crotch. Get up, you creep. Yeah, that's the thing because you because his eyes are open. He's like, <laughs> I was almost freaked out. What is going on? Why is this guy not saying anything? <laughs> Harry, that the, that's the first person you've ever fight back, you creep. Fight back, Carrie. Yeah. Is that the first person? That was the first person I've choked out. Like he says, and... that's the first time he's got choked out. You popped his. You popped. Yeah, his you know, he to me in the parking lot. He goes, I feel like a real jujitsu person. I'm like, you are. <laughs> I told him I was like, I think he likes it. Oh God. <laughs> I, I am close in one of their classes at, at Law Animal. I had a kid deep in an RNC with the hooks in, and he fought me off for a while. I had to readjust the grip a couple of times, but eventually, after like probably close to two minutes, he, he tapped and was like, yeah, I like thought I could just kind of outlast you there, but the lights kind of started to flicker a little bit, and I made a split-second decision that it was tap or go to sleep, and I chose to tap. I was like, all right, fair enough. I respect it. Sure. So yeah, so I mean, great job, Carrie. Like, oh no! Oh, that's fair play. That's fair play. Yeah. Listen, better that than that than shattering somebody's fucking tibula. <laughs> tibia. I don't want to do that to anybody. So. <laughs> tibula. Tibula. I don't think that's actually a bone, but I think I com combined tibia and fibula. You're too smart to say that, Harry. Isn't the worst thing. I would much rather get choked up than get hit really hard, dude. Yeah. Getting hit really hard fucking sucks. It's really just a blood choke. It's not right. like getting knocked out from a head impact. Right. Or even just a fucking body shot that just like knocks the wind out of you and you roll it around the ground trying to catch your breath. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you get choked out. You get choked out. You take a quick nap. You wake up. What happened? Good as new. It's funny. He was like, I think we're done. We're, I was like, no, we got five more minutes. <laughs> He's like, no. I was like, I'm charging you for the full private. I was yes, like, sir. I was like, listen, I'm talking about ready to go. He wasn't ready for anything else. No. I was like, take a minute. It's okay. Like, we'll do some more. Say, like, no, I'm done. He's like, he had a life changing experience, Carrie, that was probably extremely psychedelic. I still feel so good. Just his facial expression. He was like, I, I thought I was dreaming. <laughs> like, what's my... Because you were sleeping with your eyes open. Jerry, I sent him that meme. Did you? What did he say? <laughs> it's true. I literally looked for a meme, the perfect meme, for a while. And then I finally found it. Did I get choked out or... They're having a Brazilian jujitsu for you. Head out to them. Oh yeah, we here at Sever <laughs> Jujitsu. We just started the Adopt the White Belt program, and the number one thing we teach our white belts: mop the mat. I don't want to see a black belt out here yeah. mopping the mat. All right. As a white belt here, a black belt will take you under his wing, show you how to mop the mat, limit you to three minute showers, and give you a stripe a week to keep you from starving. There he is, right? There we go. Look at that. You see, you remember Karate <laughs> Look Kid. At that. Yeah. 
You remember Karate Kid mopped the floor, and then all of a sudden it gave you martial arts techniques? Well, that's not going to give you martial arts techniques, but it's life techniques. Mop the fucking floor. Mop the fucking floor. It's not all about getting caught in the triangle. Mop the floor. Mike, you remember Karate Kid mopped the floor, paint the fence. How do you think I learned to block my punches? So I'm not saying this is going to make you better at jiu-jitsu, but at least the gym will be clean. You'll want to train more. Anthony. Beautiful. It's not all about Gary. Now there is. He put. All right, this is where Harry makes his exit. Oh no, no. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say I'm hungry. Not quite yet. Not yet. Okay, great. We got to do Yiddish word of the week, Harry. What do you got for us? Yiddish word of the week. Um, oh, you put me on the spot here. It's bad. The first one that popped into my head was a slur. That can't be oh, one. Um, oh, okay. Verklempt. Verklempt. Okay. Does anyone know that? Does anyone know what verklempt means? He's even passive aggressive in his lesson. Class? No. No. All right. Moving on to the next segment. Verklempt is Yiddish. Or out of sorts. You're kind of frazzled. Oh, You're very, you know, uh, people tell me I look for clumps when I don't take care of my hair and it's just kind of out and all over the place. That's the for clumped look. You know, like, yeah, you, finish, you, finish roll, right, you finish rolling. You're schwitzing. You're all fucked up. Every, you're, you're all fucked up. Right. You're all for clumped. Then I went and got some collard bread. <laughs> that's right. Yes, sir. Fuck clumped. Yeah. That's right. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's how it's spelled. Uh, what's Kerry's segment? So it's Yiddish with Harry. Mine's a history lesson. Kerry, why are you mad? Yeah. <laughs> you already Today? said why I'm... you're mad. Though. Oh, you know what? Well, I wasn't mad about that. How's the dispute with the 16-year-old going? No, that one's <laughs> fine. But I'll tell you something. I nearly had one uh, with one of my friends after the pool tournament on Saturday. Because he kind of cheated during our match. And he started talking. Other people that you cheated. would love golf. That would happen. This one, and I'm like, well, you did the same thing. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, when you couldn't figure out who took whose turn it was, and you made this incremental breakout shot when you broke out three or five balls that like needed to happen for you to win. I'm like, you don't remember that when Jerry, who's the lower rated player and clearly sucks comparatively to our friend Dave, <laughs> uh, I'm like, it was it was Jerry's shot. I'm like, and we didn't fight you on it, and he's like. I'm like, I, yeah, I'll call you out on it, Dave. I'm like, you definitely did that. <laughs> There's like a, like unwritten code people don't want to be called out on. Like beer yeah, pong. Or... Like everybody else out. He's like, this one did this, this one that. I'm like, you did the same fucking thing, bro. It's <laughs> up. Did anyone see when is that Darius? Oliver? Yeah. <laughs> In other news. I was going to I was going to say uh, interrupt before, but I didn't want to. I wanted to wait on that. But yeah, UFC 288. It's the same card as Aljo. Yeah, baby. Oh, May 6th. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, and we're all going to be there because Steamroll is on that card too, I think. No. Everybody Avengers in Newark, baby. You know the deal. Oh, yes. We'll be out there. They got to break that Steamroll news already. Sign the goddamn contracts. Sign the contract. Break the news. We're going out there in full force, Sarah Jiu-Jitsu, Law MMA, MMA Avengers. We might even take the... We're going to turn around the goddamn circus. I'll tell you that much. 
We're gonna turn the provincial sound into a goddamn circus. I'll tell you that much. It already is. It's Newark. It doesn't really <laughs> get more fucking lit. Newark right. makes my neighborhood look like the Upper East Side. Uh, <laughs> not great. Newark's not great. It's been a few years since I've been around those parts. <laughs> the last fight I seen in Newark at the Prudential Center was Elite XC. Wow. wow. So it's been a minute. <laughs> been a minute. Kimbo Slice. I think it was Kimbo versus Thompson. Yeah, I think that's who it was. The ear incident. Yes. I think that's I'll never forget. Was that. that there? I think so. It was because Nick Sarah fought on that card. And had, I've had, heard many stories in my beginning white belt path about Nick Sarah on the mats. Oh, and about that fight, about him having like a diabetic shock, and, like or like anemic, whatever it was. He smoked the dude the first round, but didn't finish him. And then the second round was like, just come in my guard. And the dude was like, no. And the ref was like, stand up. And Nick Sarah was like, no. He's like, you have to stand up. He's like, I don't have to do shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, come in my guard. And the guy's like, no, stand up. And the ref is like, stand up. And Nick Sarah's like, that. It's a very Nick Sarah like, thing, according to the yeah. stories I've heard. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> whoa, Manimal's going to get us pulled from YouTube. Oh, feet? <laughs> Wait, you think you feet? Can you not show feet on YouTube? No, I don't know. I'm like, my feet. My feet. No, you, you don't post feet on the internet for free, animal. Come on. As your manager, I would be remiss. As not your manager. We need pedicures, baby. Pedicures. <laughs> no, we don't need pedicures. We need, we need money, baby. You we need money. Pay. Yeah, yeah baby. Money. Yeah, bust open that fucking checkbook. Oh, you would be a great manager. Yes, that's yeah, right. Only feet. <laughs> Look, I'll just show it. Look, you want Manimal's feet pictures? DM me. We'll work something out. <laughs> that is just one toe. Harry is Matthew McConaughey from Tropic Thunder. That's a preview. You want the rest? Yeah, you want the you want the rest? You got a fucking first toes free. Yeah, first first taste free for toes free. But I tell you what, that was the right toe. I think the left toe is better. They gotta keep them wanting more. Can you kiss your it's toes? All about the mystery. That's five dollars. Okay, that's that's broadcasting one. Want me to kiss my toe right here? Can Are we you have people donate? I don't even know if I could touch my toe to my face. Like I feel like I could, but my hips are really bad, and I don't think I'm gonna try. Yeah, anything. don't no. Harry's femur or yeah, femula. Oh, I'm fucking try, dude. I don't think I can oh! do it. God, animal. I used to be able to do that when I was a kid. Jesus, Terry. Yeah, this brace. <laughs> I'm about a foot away. Thing uh, is nowhere near my head. Harry's femur is gonna pop out of its skin. I got fucking metal and bionic shit all over me. Bionic shit. <laughs> this is the comeback, Harry. This is the comeback. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just remember the dirty, nasty porn you're watching now. You're gonna look back in a year. You said no rise, right? (laughs) All right, we can can talk. We can talk. We can talk. (laughs) If if you'd rather, you want to wait? We'll wait. April first. That's it's it's a quick turnaround. But like I said, summer. I'm gonna have an MMA fight for you. It's quick turnaround. Yeah, you're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Are you gonna 
gonna fucking make me. You got. You know, or is it? No. It's all above board. All above board. We're gonna we're gonna find you a guy. But all right, what else? What else we got today, folks? Um. What else we got? Kerry choked the dude unconscious. That's awesome. The robs the Can I interview him? <laughs> we should get him. Yeah, up. let's get him. He's an animal fan. If we could like muffle his voice and put like a blackout over his. <laughs> He's like it's such an honor to trade with you. I was like, really? My fucking other client just choked you unconscious. Like this is great. He's like, I feel amazing. He, I think he would be up for it. Changing experience today. He's like, I'm mortal. He's, yeah. I'm like, okay. Wait, he said that. (laughs) (laughs) That's how he felt. He's like Harry. I could see Harry just tooling him up, piecing him up on the feet. Like Harry, like he's got a punchable face, and there's nothing against him. Like you saw the, you saw the video. He seems like very friendly, like school teacher friendly. Is he? Look, is is he bigger than me? My size? What are we talking here? Uh, Carrie, he's not really that much bigger than you, I'd say. I mean, I guess if he's rolling with Carrie, but it's not the it's not the dog in the fight. It's the fight in the dog. First of all, you're injured right now. You got to train for Ian. What do you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to climb the Ian uh, is Shadow Khan. We got to get through Liu Kang, Sub Zero. Ian's the big boss. Yes, Harry, and then we're gonna sneak film. We're gonna like pretend <laughs> that we don't care, and then Harry's gonna come in hot, sweating, and Harry's just gonna say, "Hey, Ian, we'll move around." But well, we know what move around means. <laughs> it's all- yeah, that's right. That's Harry's right. just gonna come in. He's gonna he's gonna have like the nicest gear. Fucking <laughs> I'm getting fucking knee pads. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> knee pads. Oh, no, you should cool. knee him. In the full. You ever see like the red man suit? Like the, the that's just like it's like just all oh, like used for like police dogs in this video. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. With the helmet, just coming out. Like, I'm fucking ready. Like the hurt locker. <laughs> I'm fucking ready. Oh God! Yeah, that's how you should come in. We're gonna get it back. We're gonna get it back. back. Yes. All right, Avengers. Is there anything else you want to say before we? I think we just about covered all of it. All right, Avengers, disassemble. Peace. (laughs) Avengers.